Hello, and welcome to America in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, executive editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today is the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief, Casey Harper. How are you, Casey? Doing well, Dan. How are you? Doing fine, Casey. Lots to talk about. We are recording this on Friday, October 13th. And as you and I are talking here, Israeli ground troops are amassing at the border with Gaza, prepared for a full ground invasion in in retaliation for last weekend's brutal surprise terrorist attack by the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas. More than a thousand innocent Israeli uh, civilians were senselessly killed, including young children, some in very brutal fashion. More than 20 American citizens also were killed, and hundreds were kidnapped and taken back to Gaza by Hamas. Back home in America, there have been raucous protests both in support of the terrorist group, but also in support of Israel. Casey, please summarize the situation and what this imminent war is going to mean for Americans. I mean, what we're seeing is... uh what years and years of bubbling under the surface has finally erupted and poured over the sides. I mean, Hamas and Israel have been um, exchanging blows back and forth for years now. Hamas does everything from taking water pipes to that given to them by Israel to fire rockets into Israel um, to, you know, they infamously hide in hospitals and schools um, behind civilians. And so, uh, of course, Gaza's complaint is that Israel mistreats them and that they're trapped in um, in Gaza. Um, Israel provides, you know, the food and water and, and everything for Gaza, and, and now they actually have cut that off now. So this is a longstanding um, enmity between these two, and then Gaza or Hamas, which is the group in Gaza, um, came across the sides and really took this to a new level. Um, Netanyahu, the leader of Israel, declared. A war. He said, "This is basically not, not another conflict. This is not another time where we shoot some missiles back and forth for a couple of weeks. This is a war, um, as you said, the likely a ground invasion. Um, so this is this is un, this is a new territory. This isn't oh just Israel and Hamas are doing this again. So um, this is probably going to be prolonged. It's going to take a while. It's going to be a um, high casualty, honestly high civilian casualty, and." Um, the, there's a couple things to look out for. One is, are other Middle Eastern nations going to get involved? I mean, Iran is constantly hinting that they're going to do something, so it's hard to know what they really mean. But they're still talking about how they might have to do something if, quote-unquote, the war crimes continue. And um, there's, you know, questions about other Arab nations. There's questions about Hezbollah, which is uh, if they're going to get involved. So right now it's just Israel and Hamas. But if others get involved there could be pressure for the United States to get involved. We've sent, I believe, two aircraft carriers and the, you know, strike squads with them. <clears throat> Excuse me. We've, we've sent those um, to the region to really as a show of force, as a message probably to groups like Iran to, hey, don't get involved. President Biden has been very explicit in, in his speeches um, from the White House that this is not the time for other um, groups, other nations to try to take advantage of the situation. Um, and everyone else needs to stay out of it and let basically Israel and Hamas settle this. So I think that for the United States, from Biden's point of view, he wants to keep this contained as an Israel-Hamas issue and not a regional conflict where the United States is pressured to get involved. That's number one. And then uh, number two is, you know, we need, we're probably going to start sending a lot more money and munitions to um, Israel to help them with this fight, similar to what we've been doing for Ukraine now. The United States has been supporting Israel in this fashion for a long time, but at a, at a pretty at a l- much lower level. I mean, we supply um, you know ammunition for their Iron Dome, which is the missile defense system, uh, which is the best in the world. 
Um, so we have been helping them for a while, but it, that's probably going to really kick into gear. For now, it doesn't seem like, you know, actual troops on the ground or that hard, you know, bo- that hard support, that hard power is going to be coming into play. But of course, that's always something to watch for. Yeah. And, and you mentioned Iran, Casey, another terrorist sponsoring organization, an enemy of the United States. There's evidence that they helped Hamas plan and gave permission for them to execute the sneak attack. Iran and the entire region is a big oil producing part of the world. Gas prices already elevated in the U.S. Not to, but you know, to belittle what's going on with the war and the tragedy and all the deaths. But one thing that could happen here in the United States and maybe across the world is that gas prices will skyrocket. Um, of course, as you mentioned, you know, almost two years, about closer to a year and a half uh, after Russia invaded Ukraine. Um, uh, the United States uh, has sent billions of taxpayer dollars to help defend, to help Ukraine defend itself. Now, President Biden is, is, is rightfully, I think, personally, sworn entire U.S. support for Israel in this. So that probably means more taxpayer dollars or go, go overseas. So American taxpayers, you know, we're half a world away. We're all stunned by the violence that we've seen and heard about over there but you know american taxpayers uh, you know are are in this thing because it's likely one it's going to cost it's going to drive up costs inflation is probably going to increase particularly when it comes to gas prices but two we're probably going to be sending billions more overseas yeah you're right and we're going to be stretched pretty thin i mean on the first point i talked to some experts about about the gas prices issue and you know gas prices immediately they spiked or oil crude oil prices rather spiked immediately after the conflict began but kind of leveled off i think the world is world markets are kind of in a wait and see situation and what would really change things is like what you said if iran or someone else gets involved in this conflict but the experts i talked to said that conflicts like this will almost certainly uh increase u.s domestic gas prices the question is just how much and for how long. And that's probably going to be determined by what other world powers get involved um, in the Middle East in the conflict. So that's the first thing. This, the second thing is we're going to be increasingly stretched thin uh, on our support and our military backing and, and where the carriers are, because you could see a situation where this escalates into a regional conflict. Someone like uh, Iran or other and Hezbollah, you know, they do get involved. And so we're sending more and more support. We are maybe blockading ports. We are um, sending different kind of ammunition. And Dan, we actually took ammunition from Israel to support Ukraine. So this isn't just like a theoretical idea. This, this is really a practical problem. We took some of the things that we usually give to Israel, uh, the munitions, and we sent them to Ukraine for their fight. So we're going to be engaged against Russia in Ukraine. We're in this maybe a potential proxy war with Iran uh, via Gaza and Israel. And then you could imagine that China says, hey, this is the perfect time to invade Taiwan. <laughs> the United States seems pretty busy. And the experts I've talked to said that winning Ty- the war for Taiwan is is probably not possible, actually, because it's so close to China and so far across the ocean for us that we probably could not win um, win that war. It'd be very difficult. So um, and you can imagine we're like in a three theater war, which is never good for any country. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. That's the thing to uh, to think about. That's the thing to look out for. And honestly, to cross your fingers and hope it doesn't happen. Well, Casey, as we said up top, this is a constantly developing story. Um, uh, listeners um, can keep up to date on the story at thecentersquare.com. But we are out of time. For Casey Harper, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe and thank you for listening. Thank you.